There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, it's the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the TyRack.com studios, TyRack.com. Let me get there. Unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Free road has protection over 10,000 recommended installers, TyRack.com. So the way tire buying should be. Well, I don't feel like this was this was that hard a game to predict, right? And obviously, every little play within it, you can't predict, but the 49ers dominated the Dallas Cowboys. 49ers better defensively. 49ers better offensively. Their quarterback's more efficient. They ran the football a lot better. Um, they probably even smell better. They, I, they, they do. I, that's un, completely unconfirmed, and I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I think so. And, you know, a lot of it comes down to, a lot of it comes down, honestly, to the... Um, Quarterbacks, right? Everything has to do with the quarterbacks. And, and on one hand, you have Brock Purdy, right? Who's the picture of efficiency. The other hand, you have Dak Prescott. And you're like, man, Dak Prescott's not that good. I think that's... Now, I, I will be fully honest with you that I get things wrong. I have never been wrong about Dak Prescott. If you, if you want to go back and track my radio history, and you can do it, you can Google search whatever, when Dak Prescott was a rookie and Tony Romo got hurt and he took the league by storm and they won 13 games when Tony Romo was healthy, I was like, Tony Romo should be the quarterback of the Cowboys. People were like, no. There, there were talks of it, it being having a racial implication even back then. And Romo's like, hey, it's a meritocracy. He's earned it. He gets it. And he stepped aside. But the reality is that Dak is way, way better than we would have thought coming out of Mississippi State. Uh, better than where he was drafted. Better than he was slotted on that initial rookie year team where Kellen Moore was actually the backup, but Kellen Moore got, got hurt. And so Dak Prescott got to start, and he had a basic all-star team around him. They had a great offensive line. They had a great running game. They had good wide receivers. They had a good defense. They had a good year. But as has always been the case, it tops out at a certain part. And when your quarterback has some limitations, you, you got to cover it. And even then, sometimes it, it, it's not enough. But one of the reasons it's impossible not to compare salaries, not just because, you know, once you find out what he makes and you find out what Brock Purdy makes and Brock Purdy plays better – you point that out, but it's also the reality of what San Francisco has been able to build. Did they have a higher price quarterback at, at Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. And he, he got them to a Super Bowl. But then they, they 
quickly realize that one, Garoppolo always gets hurt, and then two, if you want to keep this train rolling of having the most talented team, you can't lop in the most money to one position. That's just not, especially quarterback, because it makes two to three times what some of the other important positions make, and so there becomes an imbalance in your roster. That's what's happened with the Cowboys. The offensive line is not what it used to be. Dak Prescott is not as good as he, uh, as as good as there have been times in which he has been discussed. But I've never been a huge Dak guy, and I think that has reared its head in playoff games and in big games like this. It doesn't mean he can't throw. It doesn't mean he's not a great leader. It doesn't mean that he's the worst player ever. But there just comes a point where, when you make that much money. And you're given the keys to a team. And granted, they didn't run the football well. But you have to be able to bring more to the table. I mean, I'll be honest. I've watched Jalen Hurts and thought there's some... I think Jalen Hurts is a little bit more accurate. But Jalen Hurts is playing with that kind of all-star team. Still playing salary cap-wise on his rookie deal. And they're able to load up the team around him. There'll be a time which Jalen Hurts has to carry his team. And they won't have as many pieces. And we'll see what that looks like. Right, that second contract is when we start to figure out, once it comes live, is when we start to figure out who's really a dude and who is a dude because they were on a rookie contract and they surrounded him with people. Right? Here's Kyle Shanahan summing up the win. He was really good. Uh, everybody was pretty good. Thought he missed one throw throughout the day um, from what it seemed like. Just a little behind B.A. in the first quarter on one, and everything else seemed pretty flawless. He did a great job. First, a real good pass rush, some tight coverages. Guys gave him some time, and also the guys made a lot of plays, too. Mm. Here is uh, Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Cowboys, after the loss. Well, uh, explanation. Uh, a very humbling loss, clearly uh, stating the obvious. I think the biggest thing is um, I, I just had a quick reflection on the five games that we played in. It's been a wide range of performance, as wide as a range that I could ever recall in a five-week period. I didn't see this coming. Um, I thought their prep was was good this week, so I, I thought we had one of our better Fridays and Saturdays of the year. So, but I, I think like I've, we've talked about before, sometimes you have a great week of preparation and it doesn't go so well. And some weeks it's not the best week of preparation you play well. So. We did not. We did not hit the mark at all today. Hmm. Um, okay. Let me. Let me ask you guys. Is like I. I wasn't surprised. I mean, I guess you're surprised by somebody getting thumped. I thought the Niners were better, and maybe it's that the Niners are playing at home. I don't know. Uh, that I, I didn't realize they would be that much better, but I thought the Niners were better. Are, are we? Did did. Any of you guys walk in and were you surprised that the Cowboys weren't as good as the Niners buyer? I mean, when you're watching yesterday and you're leading up, you and George Rice are doing the Sunday show. Did you guys think the Cowboys were as good as the Niners? No, I picked the Niners like, as you said, many people did. I think that maybe we were fooled because of what happened in the divisional playoff game where it was only a 19-12 game and Dak's turnovers were you know, so so magnified. So you're saying to yourself, okay, well, maybe if that's cleaned up and the defense can rise, but I don't think that there was anybody that thought that Dallas was a better team and going to go in there and win. Is it is it the way it went down that that people yes. you think people are smart? Yeah, and that Dak was Dak. So funny, Doug, because you and I have you we've had Dak Prescott conversations as you said, and we've had Brock Purdy conversations as you you know throughout these couple of weeks and last season and just to see them on the same field and it may not be entirely fair but I, I don't think that it's a to see what Purdy was doing and to see what Dak was doing just even magnified what Dak was doing even more so last yeah. night I, I agree with that I you know it's interesting you bring up a really fascinating point of discussion which is you can't compare quarterbacks head to head when they're playing against each other, right? Like we used to do like Manning versus Brady. They don't play each other, yeah. but, but, and this is the point. And I experienced this last year. If you remember when the Dolphins played the Chargers, there was the, 
the rumblings. Who was it uh, on Fox TV? It was uh, Acho, right? Emmanuel Acho, who you know said you know to is the best quarterback in the league or whatever, and that Justin Herbert was a social media quarterback and yada yada. If you when you went to that game, the difference in the two was so stark in contrast. Not just, I mean, Justin Herbert feels like he's a head taller than him. He's more athletic. The ball just had more life. There's way more throws that he could make. And, you know, you watch Tua in person. It's not. Now, look, Tua played a, a, well yesterday as, uh, again. He's great in that system. But when you see him head-to-head, and I think you make a great point. If you watch that game and you said which one of these quarterbacks, you know, was, you know, was a, at the time, one of the higher-paid quarterbacks, I know people have kind of boat-raced him, whatever. He's still making a lot of money. And which one was a guy who just got in the league? You would say the other two? Are, he He's very sharp and decisive and knows where he's going to go with the ball. And it doesn't feel like, where's, where's Dak? You know, he's never been crazy. at Once you go th- every with every progression he goes through, he gets less and less accurate. He gets a little bit more sloppy. There's just some, There's just something quite different where he's just missing just a little bit. And yeah, I, I actually really agree with you. I think that's a, you can, though you don't give credit for head to head and wins and losses. They don't play against each other. You can definitely make a better eval as to who you like better. If you watch them in the same game. I think that the, the nickname for Joe Montana of Joe cool, while it, fit so well with peanuts it also just fit with his name and who he was and there are other quarterbacks who have that trait i think aaron Rodgers, you know looks like he's cool under pressure playing brock purdy does the same thing i'm not saying he's joe montana or aaron Rodgers, but he does look like he's not rattled uh dak at times looks rattled dak does not look like he's joe cool back there even in situations that you know could be beneficial for them purdy kind of you know, emits that sort of arrogance, if you will. Uh, he's it's, he's not alone again, and he's not to the level of Montana or Rogers, but it's also glaring when you compare him and Dak on the field at the same time. I, I also think that a good portion of all of this is reaction to Cowboys fans more than anything, right? Like the 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 Cowboys themselves are. I, I I don't feel like there's any sort of there, there's the same aura that there ever used to be that all of us feel like we know, you know, something bad's going to follow something good. That's usually what happens with the Cowboys. Like they're good. They're talented. But, you know, you lose your best cover corner and it's not going to be as good. And you're playing a really good team. Like I, I also think that we will do this thing where we'll talk about the Cowboys because they're the Cowboys when maybe we should just talk about the Niners are awesome. And that yeah. to to that point, let me ask you guys. Let me take a quick poll here between the two of you. You guys are two of, the, of the, your opinions. I value uh, most. Who is the best player on the Forty ers right now? Who's their best player? Fred Warner made a pretty good case last night. To be completely honest, if you wanted to go down that sort of train, um, that trail, he's so good. He's so good. I mean, I've, I've, I do this all the time when I talk about the Niners, where I, I, you go through. It's like, okay, Fred Warner is amazing. Nick Bosa is amazing. Uh, Trent Williams is amazing. You know, I, they don't even use you know a fullback a ton, but you know, Kyle Jurczak is the best fullback. Uh, you know of. Of of the you know in the league maybe there's not a lot of them. Sure. George Kittle's not the best, but he's probably the best blocking, pass catching tight end. Like they have, and Christian McCaffrey's probably the best running back in the league. Who's the best player? I'm a Nick Bosa guy, but you're right. Fred Warner made some incredible plays. I would, I would say CMC would be the third player. And the the point behind the question, if it isn't obvious, is that like if they're five and zero, oh, I think they've had the best player of every game that's been different. And I think that's what makes it so special. I was thinking about this last night. I Watching Fred Warner make those plays, maybe the most athletic guy in the field, I don't know, eye test-wise. but And then last night, Brock Purdy maybe was the best player because he didn't make any mistakes. But every And then CMC last night, I think, averaged like two yards a carry, and it wasn't a factor <laughs> at all. Um, it, that's what – it kind of speaks to how impressive the team is. Yeah, they just they have they have an incredible depth of talent, a depth of star level talent. 
Whereas other teams, like I was watching the Patriots yesterday, and they just don't have any dudes. It's like, how is this the same league? It's like, it's like it almost feels like the Patriots are on NCAA probation, you know, and the, and the Niners are cheating, and that's not the case at all. What are you going to say, Dan? It just looks so easy for the 49ers. They honestly, like they're, when Ayuk and Kittle are running their crossing routes and I mean, from the view that we have on TV, it looks so easy. Then when you see the end zone view and you see the dime that Purdy drops, you know, in between the the two levels of the Cowboys defense, you have more of an appreciation for it. But, you know, guys just seem to be running free and are open. And it's always the same guys, too. It's it's just Kittle or Ayuk. One of them's got something. Uh, Here's Christian McCaffrey open on a little right out of the backfield. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how much better than everybody else. And, and you know, again, I understand different competition, and the Eagles are equally undefeated. They did not have an easy time with the Rams. They haven't had really an easy time most of the year. And uh, and, and yet, they, they too are undefeated, uh, and they're on a collision course. I think they play, what, the first, first weekend in December, and then you feel like you know they're going to play first weekend in December, and those two teams are going to play in the NFC Championship game. It really, really feels that way. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We told you that uh, Belichick is the best and worst thing to happen to the Patriots. Their competitiveness, they just haven't been, until this year, they haven't bottomed out, and that's the only way to get players, and they just don't have players. More on that to come. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Here's Bill Belichick. He had this exchange with a reporter about starting Mac Jones um, and being, excuse me, about starting, starting over Mac Jones and being benched in back-to-back games. Just plain and simply, we got to find a way to you know play and coach better than that. And so let's go and do start all over and uh, get back on a better track than we're on right now. Bill, you said you guys need to start over. Um, have have you ever had to do that before? Five games in the season, just for reference. I mean, is is it something new? Yeah, I've done it before. What, what does that entail? Starting over. Starting over. Here's Mac Jones on being benched back-to-back games. Mac, with the results being what they are and, and you finish two straight weeks ending the game on the bench, do you start to feel like you're playing to keep your job? 
Um, like I said earlier, just trying to trying to do better as an offense. You know, we didn't score any points, so that's the important part: uh, scoring points and executing your job. And um, I try to just execute my job. They're just not good. There's just not talent separation. There's no easy plays, no easy throws. It's just wish wish you could you point out more than that. You just you cannot. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so let me let, let me ask this: Like tonight, we have this is going to be an interesting Monday Night Football game. You get the Raiders; they're not very good. They had to throw out you know, O'Connell, the rookie, last week, and I mean, if not for the Chargers' kind of ineptitude in the second half, although the defense played pretty well in the second half, if we're if we're being honest, the Chargers tried too many deep shots. This is going to be a Packer home game. We do realize it. it's, it's a weird because Raider fans do pretty well. They, they travel pretty well. You know, it's always it's very easy to describe this. You know, Vegas has always kind of been a Raider town anyway. And whether you're Southern or Northern California Raider fan, it's a couple, of, you know, from Southern California, it's a four hour, three and a half, four hour drive, depending on where you are. But it's also, you know, 45 minute flight. Same thing from Northern California. But this feels like feels like the Packers, even though they've just been okay this year, they actually have a little bit more momentum, and it'll be like a Packer home game on Monday Night Football. Weird. You know, weird, 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 weird. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, um, let's, let's welcome KJ in. KJ Wright. Oh, we, we don't, I, I had your finger up. I thought that meant you had him. That's, that's my bad. Your finger up saying we don't have KJ yet. Okay, KJ Wright's going to join us momentarily. It's weird that we kind of circled around about teams we thought were going to be really, really good. And it does feel like we've landed on. Now, the Bills suffered their second loss, but I still think we feel like the Bills are a team that are going to be in the playoffs, right? Um, the Chiefs haven't been great, but the Chiefs find a way. The Eagles haven't been great, but the Eagles are undefeated. The Niners have been thoroughly and completely dominant. I guess when you when you look around, you try and find who are the who's the surprise team. Last year, Seattle was very much a surprise team, very much. And the entire you know preseason, we were trying to find the surprise team. I mean, I guess maybe it's the Lions, right? Like if the Packers lose tonight, the Lions are uh, two games clear of, and they have the right now they have the one win over the Packers of everyone in the division. And we're only five games in. Uh, Buccaneers off this week. They could be in that conversation. Although uh, the Saints really impressive with that win yesterday. And, you know, frankly, the Saints, if you really kind of get down to it, should have beat the Packers in Green Bay. K.J. Wright joins us now. Of course, uh, former Pro Bowl linebacker. Uh, let's start with the Niners-Cowboys. What, what impresses mm-hmm. you most about that Niners defense? This defense is mean, they're nasty, these dudes are scary up front, and they make life so, so hard for any opponent they play. They create turnovers, they get sacks, they get interceptions, and the best defensive player at the linebacker spot is Fred Warner. I mean, the guy's all over the place. He's at alpha male right in the middle, calling the huddle, creating turnovers, sacks for fun. There's nothing he can't do on the football field. And so these guys remind me so much of my era when it comes to 2013, Legion of Boom. If these guys stay healthy, if these guys stay consistent like this, they should easily, and when I say easily, they should easily win a Super Bowl this year. I don't know. Do you easily win a Super Bowl? Okay, so does that mean you're you're all in on Brock Purdy? Oh, most definitely. I mean, the, the guy's a winner. He's doing everything Kyle Shanahan is asking him. He's getting into his weapons. He's not turning the ball over. He's so poised back there. He can make deep throws. He can just hand the ball off 25 times a game, and he does his thing. And so call him a game manager. Call him mystery relevant. But the guy's winning ball games. He's putting up a lot of points. And so I love Brock Purdy. Um, he's doing everything Coach Shanahan is asking him to do. And I face a lot of quarterbacks in this Kyle Shanahan offense. Everyone can't pick up this type of offense that he's demanding from Brock Purdy. When you have three plays in, in one, he's doing that at the line of scrimmage. He's making his checks. He's putting the offense in the right position. And so 10-0 and 0 is, as a, when your career started, most definitely I believe in him. Hmm. Uh, what about Dak Prescott? What's your, what's your impressions of Dak? <sighs> okay, so my, my Mississippi State Bulldog, I, I love me some Dak Prescott. 
However, this was the perfect opportunity for him to really showcase who he is and quiet all that noise. He came into the in the all team saying, I'm not going to throw a bunch of interceptions. I'm going to protect the football, but he did it three times in the same drive, or in, in back-to-back back drives um, on yesterday. And so um, this offense just looks so basic, so vanilla. Um, he looked confused. He looked rattled back there. And granted, he is playing the greatest defense in the NFL right now. But for Dak Prescott, okay, this is your prime time opportunity to show the world and to showcase what you can do on the football field. And so I'm not going to hit the panic button on him. This team has been looking good so far this season, but yesterday was pretty much an embarrassment. Yeah, it was. It was. It was not good. And when it happens against the same team. It does get into everybody's head, not just your own. Um, Eagles are five and zero. They beat the Rams in LA yesterday. How do they look mm-hmm. to you? But I, don't, I don't think people really understand what, what, when they say Super Bowl hangover. Whether you win a Super Bowl or lose a Super Bowl, that stuff carries into the off season. And when I look at this Philadelphia Eagles football team, I don't see any of that. These guys are off to a fast start. They still have the best offensive line and defensive line in football. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are connecting on a very high level. They had their little altercation a few weeks ago, but these guys are on the same page. And so they're only going to get better as the season progresses. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Patriots, Commanders, teams they should have beaten. But we're really going to see how, how special this Philadelphia Eagles football team when they, play the, when they play the Niners, when they play the Cowboys, they play the Seahawks this year. And so when I like what I'm seeing from these guys, when you talk about Super Bowl hangover, I haven't seen any of that from this football team. Uh I mentioned Bill Belichick, and it just, they just don't have dudes. They just don't have the players. Um, do you think this is last season in New England? I'll say this about Bill. Obviously, we know, hands down, the greatest coach ever of all time. He's created dynasties over there in New England. But um, when you look at a player, when you look at a coach, any executive, everyone has an expiration date. Every, everyone's time expires. And when you talk about 20-plus years for one franchise, doing at the level he's did it, but – the years, like it's been years since this team has looked really, really below average. The defense has looked regular. Um, Mac Jones has only put up three points in the past two games. They haven't drafted well. The free agents they choose to bring on their football team don't pan out. That is our J.C. Jackson back, a guy you let go. Now you bring him back. Like, I don't know what they're doing over there in New England, but um, Robert Kraft has a really, really hard decision to make, and I personally don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. It's looking real scary over there in New England. And the question is, do you rebuild, do you blow it up and start over? I think they should. Uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, does this work long term? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, we saw this coming. Come on, Zach. I mean, we, we saw this coming before the season started. Just the personalities of these two guys. You got, um, <laughs> you got Sean Payton, you got Mr. Positive, Russell, Russell Wilson, and he's not playing bad. Like, he's top five when it comes to passing. But you're not winning. Russ is five and fifteen as a starter in Denver. Um, we see that they just they're not gelling well. They they won't gel well. Just the personalities don't don't mix and match. And um but my question is, what do they do after the season? Who who can you replace? Do you roll with Jared Stenham? Do you find a, another quarterback in the draft? But um we know that this won't work long term. Uh okay. Well let me ask you about the Bills. They play great against Miami. They travel to England, they play against Jacksonville. And, and lay an egg. Jacksonville wins the game. What happened? Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is the build. It's the inconsistency. It's Josh Allen who looks phenomenal last week. Like MVP, the guy, he's going to be made to field the league. And he comes out here and it's like, okay, beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Now, look, I look at this offense. When Josh Allen is your leading rusher, when your running back only has five carries, your starting running back, that is not winning football. That won't sustain in December. It won't sustain in January. And so the identity obviously has to revolve around number 17, but you have got to have a presence on the ground if you want to be successful. That's just football one-on-one. And so he is phenomenal. He is special. But when they come out there and just drop a ball like they did yesterday against a team that you should beat, you know, that's not good enough. So we'll see. They're, they're going to get back on track, but they lose Matthew Milano, who I thought was a phenomenal linebacker. Um, Stefan did. You see the you see the little stuff. You see the slam in the iPad. You see them bickering and you know throughout the week. And so I don't like what I see. It's just the inconsistency that bothers me with this Buffalo Bills football team. What's your reaction to the Colts giving Jonathan Taylor an extension? Surprised the heck out of me. I mean, from a player standpoint, I'm all for it. If I'm his teammate, congratulations. You set yourself up for life. 
But we've seen, like, with these injuries with these running backs, unfortunately, a lot of guys have went down. They get hit and beat up every single week. And they invested a pretty penny into Jonathan Taylor. So is he special? Is he phenomenal? Absolutely. But I really thought they would go wait to see how this season pans out, see how his body's feeling. He's taking four weeks off. Let's see how John Taylor pans out. And so to invest that much money into the running back position, they went against the grain because a lot of teams just franchise players. We saw with Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, and haven't been given out long-term extensions. And so congrats to him. But from a business standpoint, I was thoroughly surprised. Yeah, you, you, you and me both. Uh, Raiders, Packers tonight. Raiders have been Raiders. struggling, obviously. Looks like Garoppolo is going to be back. Um, mm-hmm. Who wins? <laughs> well, we got Devontae Adams going back home. I'm expecting a 200-plus yard performance from, Devont- from Devontae Adams. Come on, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, find a way to get it done. I'm picking the Raiders. Max Crosby on the other side of the football is a monster. Rushing off that edge. We know that um, the Packers off the line have been struggling this year. So give me the, the Raiders in a nail-biter, 21-20. Got the and, Raiders winning tonight. And David Bakhtiari out for the rest of the year with, uh, with, with mm-hmm. continued knee issues. That, that sucks. KJ, you're the best, man. I really appreciate you joining us. You always bring something interesting to the show. Thanks, thanks for being our guest. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. KJ All Day is his podcast. Of course, he won a Super Bowl with uh, Dan Byers, Seattle Seahawks, and a longtime Pro Bowl linebacker. Wasn't the Raiders the team that Brett Favre played against when his dad died? Wasn't that? Well, that was the Raiders, wasn't it? Now this one that was in in Lambeau, not in, in, no, it was in, in Oakland. O- it was in Oakland. Yep. It was in Oakland. Yes. Was it? Yep. I don't know how you know all this stuff, Dan, but I, you're. But it was, it was the Raiders that he played yeah, against, right? Yeah, and I remember like Wesley Walls, remember the old tight end that played for the Panthers. Yeah, Javon Walker was on that team. Javon yeah. Walker, right, right. That was one of those incredible games. Ramos, do you remember the game we're talking about? Where when Favre's dad died? I remember the game. Yes, I don't remember as much as Dan just told you, but I do remember him playing in that game. And yeah, Dan's like, Dan's like, yeah, they were they were serving hot dogs, hundred dollars <laughs> fifty a piece, and they were scopes and they were beers. That's right. And like, damn, dude, what the hell? Anyway, um, if you like, I'm not huge on the flashbacks for a lot of these things, but in the pantheon of Monday Night Football flashbacks, the plays that those wide receivers were making for this guy were pretty amazing. You know, I, I just the Favre thing is something that we're going to have to understand. The eras were different. You know, he was not Aaron Rodgers, way more efficient, didn't turn it over as much, didn't take as much chances, like t- different quarterback. But also the eras were different. And Favre would make a lot of mistakes. But, man, that night his dad dies. And does his dad die like a farming accident or something? Or no, it was like a heart attack. Yeah, heart attack. Heart attack, heart attack yeah. Yes. He was uh, forty-one to seven. Was the final? Favre threw for three hundred ninety-nine yards and four touchdowns. And it felt like the ball didn't hit the turf. Just felt. I I know it did hit the turf. Yeah. It just felt like the ball didn't hit the turf. One of my favorite Monday night games. Uh, I think favorite Monday night game was probably when the Dolphins beat the Super Bowl Shuffle Bears. They were the only team that beat the Bears that year. I remember that game. That was at the Orange Bowl, wasn't it, Dan? Or did I have yep. that? Totally nope, that's up? correct. Okay. That is correct. Yeah. And then I don't remember I wasn't a I I remember the this is the other side of the Seahawks, the Bo Jackson Kingdom game. Where they, they gave it to him on a pitch and he ran I think it was like ninety one yards for a touchdown. Yes, it and then was. he like kept running into the tunnel. Yes, You're like, it and was, he, he yeah. out of the stadium. And then of course he ran over the Boz a little bit a little bit later. Oh, he had leverage. He did Boz he did. was too high. Too high and too full of juice. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Tyrite.com. What's amazing about the Boz is like he, this: the Dr Pepper commercial things have like he's around all the time now. Like of all those big name '80s and '90s football players, like you don't hear from most any of them. Obviously, Michael Irvin is one of them with, with the U. But there's so many guys you don't hear about the Boz. The, the the Dr Pepper thing makes him part of every Saturday that I watch football. I feel like I'm in the minority, but I get a real kick out of those commercials. I do too. I like yeah. them a lot. Yes. Oh, I, it's just that was just the first play. It was just the first play. You know, very the most recent one's very good. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... 
or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live from the TyRack.com studios. TyRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TyRack.com, it's the way tire buying should be. So, I was thinking about this, guys, as I was looking at the results of yesterday's games. And I thought, this was kind of interesting, right? There's the, it's the tale of two games based upon what perspective you want to take. You know, <laughs> because if you sit there and you go, okay, Pittsburgh-Baltimore was a, was a classic AFC North football game, but really poorly played offensively. And yet, you know, George Picking gets hit, hit on a go route and, uh, and Kenny Pickett hits him. And so, like, look, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you're like, man, our defense is really good. And if our offense can just find a way to score, we're going to be. Whereas if you're Baltimore, you're like, man, how can we not score 17 points? Uh, Jacksonville, Buffalo felt like it was predictable because of Buffalo's travel and Jacksonville was already, already there. But if you're Buffalo, you're sitting there going like, man, we can't put together a second great game after playing awesome against Miami. You know, there's so many of these games like that where if you're New Orleans, who New Orleans top five defense in the league, but man, if you're a Patriot fan, we have no players. None. None. And of course, we talked about Dallas, San Francisco. I think that the easiest one to talk about in terms of it depends on your perspective is the Jets and Denver. Denver is bad. They are just not a good football team. And while this one was close and they did have the ball trailing and um, Dan Beyer, who if you're your first time listening to us, uh, Dan, who you hear on the weekends with George Reister and the I Want Your Flex podcast, Dan's a resident Seahawks fan. But we always joke around about every Russell Wilson game ever, ever is him running around in the backfield trying to win a game late. And it felt like that was what was going to happen. Then he scrambles to his left and fumbles. and You're just like, he... And I get a guy comes off the edge and he's got a running start, but man, he did not. He just just does not look as athletic. And and I know that he's not. The defense is a gigantic part of the issue. And if you look at his numbers, I don't know if you guys have seen this graphic. They're actually eerily similar to Pat Mahomes. Only no one would confuse Russell Wilson with Pat Mahomes. But man, he just does not look the same. And then you know the the coaching staff is over there. You know, they're over there congratulating their offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, like he was done wrong by the Broncos. Like, they couldn't get a play in on time. And he's an offensive guru. Here's Sean Payton on the loss and past, his past comments about uh, the previous head coach. 
Listen, they played better than us, and I credit you know Robert and that staff. They won the game, um, and I think that's that's how I look at it. Coach, do you regret though those comments, making those comments? As I, I already I already addressed that though, and it's a fair question, but I think we already addressed that the, the next day. Yeah, and if you remember, the next day he he dialed back, and I said you can't do what he did with the thing like it, and th- this is. There's a lot of reasons why, but this is a reason why. The biggest thing is you just don't do it. It's, it's, it's a hard sport. You know, there's 32 head coaching jobs. It's a hard sport, man. And he's starting to understand, hey, Russell Wilson is not nearly what. Um, Wilson is, it, it feels like one of those toys that there's a big buildup for around Christmas. And everyone who has kids or maybe when they were a kid themselves, there was something they always wanted. You're like, man, that looks really cool. Like, I can't wait to get one of those. And then you finally get it, and it, it's not, it's kind of janky, and it breaks within the first 10 minutes you get it. Here's Russell Wilson on his team's first five games. Yeah, that's the truth. We really should should and could be 4-1, and one. Um, but could have, should have, would have is not, is not good enough. And we, we, the, the good thing about it, though, and the perspective of it all is that um, as we as we continue to go throughout the season, there's, it's a journey, you know, and there's, there's a lot of um, – still a lot of good things ahead. Uh, here's Zach Wilson talking about his offensive coordinator's role in the win. You could see the emotion on his face a little bit, and he's trying not to show it, but we all gave him a big hug, told him we love him, told him we're grateful to have him here, and um, it means a lot to us. Um, obviously, winning's hard in this league, so that's that's first and foremost, but, but, you know, obviously how things went for him this past year, it's tough, so, you know, it means a lot. Uh, look, oh, there, there is the reality, too. You get your first head coaching job. You move your family. You unpack. You know, I'm, I'm sure they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers, and then you get run out of town, you know, less than 12 months later. And now, a year, you know, a couple months after that, you return with a different team and you go win a game. But make no mistake about it, Nathaniel Hackett wasn't ready for that challenge. But we, that doesn't allow Sean Payton off the hook for how bad they are. Bunks are bad, man. That's, a, that's just not a good football team. And Zach Wilson was kind of fairly efficient at one pick, no touch. No, no tutties, 19 to 26. I mean, the big thing was they just ran the football. Would Brees Hall have 177? 177 for Brees Hall. We'll, we'll just run the football, and that way you don't have to worry about anything. Um, I don't know. That was That's one of those games. I'll tell you, the, the big win in that game, and Bayer, I think you can appreciate and agree. Broncos, alternate uniforms, white helmets, Orange unis with white numbers. Those are big time. I like those a lot. Yeah, they did look very good. I agree. I was a fan of those. Yeah. Very close to the Buccaneer creamsicles that we will see coming up in week six against the Lions. Can you, how would you, now that we've seen another kind of quarter season here with Russell Wilson, like, is that fair? That, That last play where he fumbles is the perfect example. And I know he wasn't a perfect quarterback in Seattle, but it did feel like late in games when there was pressure, he knew it was coming, he eluded it better. And, I, you know, I just, maybe I'm holding it against him, but God, he doesn't look the same on that player most of the game. No, you get older, you're not as quick as you were a decade ago. I mean, he's been, he's been in the league, you know, over a decade now. Yeah. So mid-30s, Absolutely. We talk about this with guys transitioning. By the way, Drew Brees doesn't do that. And I think that's what we thought that Drew Brees or that Russell Wilson would try to turn into with Sean Payton, right? Be the next Drew Brees. Drew Brees wouldn't have that. That play would not happen to Drew Brees because he wouldn't run. No. He'd step up in the pocket and get or get rid of it. Yeah. The ball would be gone. The ball would be gone. Ball be gone. And what he's been able to get away with. And, you know, in, to a certain extent, Ben Roethlisberger is a bigger lumbering version of that where the guys hold on to the ball. The difference was big, Ben was such a big body that he could take that punishment. But we saw a similar kind of similar age, similar sort of drop off in guys that hold the football. And it's a great point you make. And everyone thought, like you said, he'd be the next Drew Brees. Like Drew Brees' style evolved 
you know, over time in the NFL, but he was always, he was never a runner who became a passer. He was always a pocket thrower. He was just small. Early on in San Diego, he lacked some arm strength. I think the dome helped with that. And then they kind of designed these deep drops, kind of like what Russell Wilson had, but he never stepped back or, or out. He just stepped up and got rid of the ball. That's the big difference. And there was heat on him. Quincy Williams was was well tracking after him down. Him. Yeah, no question. No, no question. But I just and I maybe I'm giving him too much credit for Seattle Russell Wilson, but it just feels like that would be one where he'd make a little step or dip, and the guy would go diving and flying Keystone cops it, and then he'd keep his balance and deliver a strike. You're like, how did he do that? Yeah, watch the running back out of the back. If he, I have the highlight. I actually just brought it up, Doug. If you watch the running back running out of the backfield, who lets, by the way, Quincy Williams just fly past them, doesn't even chip him, um, sticks his arm up like, hey, I'm here. Now, he may have been guard, may not have gotten this far, and maybe the running back should have chipped Williams on the way out of the backfield. But there's also that part, does Drew Brees just throw it at the feet of the running back out of the, and give him third and ten as opposed to the touchdown that the Jets scored? Hmm. I did enjoy... Um there was that the visual of Sean Payton kind of getting on Russ um, going out. What, what do you think he was saying there? What do you think Payton's main issue was there? Just You just got to protect the ball? Because yes. all they had to do was get into field goal range and they could tie it, right? Mm-hmm. They were down three. Yes. Yeah, with a timeout. Yeah, got to hold on to the football. He can't. Lamar Jackson fumbled the fumbled way there, chance to win the, uh, come back and tie the game as well. I mean, if, and if we're being fair. And Lamar Jackson's kind of always held that football out there when he's back in the pocket. But um, I thought it was the lack of elusiveness. Yeah, I'm sure he's saying, you know, you got to, if you didn't see the blitzer or whatever, just get rid of it, you know, or even eat it, whatever. But you, you, got, you, can't, you can't give away the football, give away the game. It's, isn't that what Zach Wilson did on Monday night? Right? Yep. And Zach Wilson said, I, I lost us the game. They're like, yeah, you didn't really, but it's the same thing. You know, there's there's no stat that determines wins or losses more in the NFL than turnovers. Well, I have a uh, good news for the Broncos. Um, in three days, you play the Chiefs in Kansas City. So, so there's that. <laughs> At least you got that going. And Taylor Swift may or may not be there. Amazon and Taylor Swift. Do we think she's going to be there? Because it's a home game, I th- I I do think she'll be there. But if she misses two in a row. And she misses a Thursday night. Like a Saturday, you'd be like, ah, I had plans. I had to do something. But Thursday, you didn't get that much going on. You're flying private, right? She live in Nashville or she, where does she live? She live in Nashville? You know, get on a little private. You're over there. You're scooting in. Like there's no real relationship if she misses two games in a row, right? We all agree with that? Okay, you can miss good. one. So on Friday, if she misses a game Thursday, then we could all proclaim that was all a farce on Friday. Buyer, are you okay with that? Um, sure, I'll go along with you. Guys. I will tell you this is more than I, this is more interesting than the uh, the ancient bachelor. What is the guy called? The Jerry Golden Action bachelor? bachelor, Golden, Golden bachelor. bachelor. Yeah, is it true he's he was like messing with his hearing aid at some point during the show? Yes. Yeah, he's like eighty years old. I mean, he's he's got he's got bad hearing. I mean, he's not eighty seventy though, right? He's, he's he looks like he's fifty, but he's really seventy. You know, yeah, 70 is a new 50, Doug. I don't know if you know that, but. What are you going to say, uh, Jay Stu? No, he was, not only was he, it was like a commercial for the hearing aids. Oh, and, and in fact, <laughs> I have the exact same hearing aids that he has. He was like showing them off and he says he's proud of them. He's like, uh, this is this is who I am and, and I'm not going to uh, duck away from that. Yeah. And when they, they asked him about it, he said, what did you say? I can't hear you. <laughs> I love how Jason's like, he has the same hearing aids as I do, while John is laughing in the background about the old guy wearing hearing aids. John always laughs at my disability. It's really sad. That is not true. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was so funny when he came out with the walker. It was hilarious. Well, the walker is different than like a legit disability, right? Oh, yes. I do. yes. They're just piling on John. That's all. I know. I know. Monday is a good day to do that, too. Monday I'm, is a good yeah. day. Monday is a good day, even though his Rams lost and his Dodgers lost. They played well, though, Doug, right? The the Rams? Is that For the doing? first half. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they disappeared in the second half again. I well, think you guys said they were, they were the worst team in the NFL. That's what I remember. No, I what just I said they would lose 15 games. 
Yeah. <laughs> I actually paid the Rams a compliment you when did. I picked them to finish dead last in the NFL. I said their front office is smart enough to know how to do it. Like that would be part of the plan that they would try to do it. And that the Cardinals wouldn't be smart enough to do it. And that may be unfair because it's a new regime in Arizona. But I was just saying that I thought that the Rams and Sean McVay would be keen on how do we stink and how do we get a pick, but nobody really feel like we are not only tanking, but that we are also trying to get the first overall pick in the draft. That's Hard all to I'm do. saying. Hard to do. They're not going to get the first pick. I I mean, I think Stafford's been really good. Naku obviously has been great. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're. I think McVay's a really good. I think this is one of those seasons where they may finish 500 and he's going to prove he's an awesome coach. Prove he's an awesome coach. I like Sean McVay a lot. Yeah. Big fan of his. Yeah. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Yeah, I, I, I just sum it up by, by watching that game. And look, I, we've known the Jets' defense is awesome. Okay. But for the, but for the, the Broncos not to be better and to have the guy who – it's like we keep giving, we keep giving Russell Wilson another chance, another chance, another chance to to prove to us that he still he may not have the fastball every game, but he just seldom has the fastball or doesn't now. It's not that he's bad, but we're just comparing him to how he's been. He's not as mobile. His arm strength isn't as good. And but more than anything, his the difference in Russell and other quarterbacks previous was they were always close, and then he would find a way. And now they're finding ways to lose more often than win. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.